Good morning, everyone. This is Car Thoughts, episode 11 with David. And I am David. If you have not guessed or figured that out over the last 10 episodes, if you've been listening, so welcome. I hope you guys are having a great, uh, this will be Thursday morning, afternoon, evening, night, uh, depending on where you are in the world. So, you know, hope it's great. And uh, thank you to those who have been listening. Um, I really appreciate it. And uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe and leave me a review. Um, That'd also be appreciated. So, um, as you know, uh, every episode I just talk about something that's on my mind. And uh, today, that that subject is bucket lists. you know, some so many people, and I think this is true of almost everybody, have these things that they want to do, that they desire to do, that they're like, you know, someday I want to do this, 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 and this. You know, they have a list. And then, of course, you know, the the idea became really, really heavily popularized when the movie The Bucket List came out. And, you know... A lot of people see this as, oh, when I retire, or oh, when I'm older, or oh, you know, someday I'll do these things. And, you know, we all look to the future. You know, we all look like, okay, you know, one day when I finally get past this that I'm doing, you know, I'll finally be able to take time to do these fun things, these these bucket list items. And some, you know, may not be feasible. Uh, like, for instance, one of the things on my bucket list is to fly in one of those uh, corporate, uh, or not corporate, one of those commercial uh, flights into outer space. I'd really love to do that. The problem is, is I just don't have the $200,000 to do it, so um, I probably won't be doing it until closer to my retirement age. Um, but... You know, other things that were on my bucket list, I've already done. Um, I always wanted to go to Europe, and I've been to uh, the UK, I've been to Germany, I've been to Austria, um, I've been into Italy, uh, just a little bit in the northern corner, um, while traveling through Germany, uh, kind of dipped down there, and got a got a taste, and then you know came back. So I definitely need to actually properly go to Italy. Um, you know, I've, I've driven in 26 states, and I've driven cross-country. Um, and I do have on my bucket list, I want to drive across country uh, along Route 66. I know Route 66 is not officially uh, still in existence. Um, it's been de-routified or whatever they call it. What, um, but uh, the maps and the towns and the, the nostalgia is still there. So, one day I'm planning on taking a couple weeks off from work and uh, hopping a flight to Chicago and, you know, driving to uh, all the way out to L.A. and then hopping a flight back. And, uh, you know, so I'm really, that's that's one of the things I really want to do. Um, granted, they'll be going through a lot of states I've already driven through, but at the same time, I've never driven 
every single mile of Route 66. And that's what I'm going for. So, you know, my advice and what what this is all about, really, is the fact that you don't have to wait till you retire. You don't have to wait till you're old and infirm to do these things. Because waiting and saying, you know, someday I'd really like to do this. Someday in the future I'd like to do this. is just basically saying, I hope that time finally passes so I can actually go out and have fun uh, before I die. And I know that's a little dark, but it's still true if you think about it. If you think about, you know, when I finally reach retirement age, I'm going to go see the world. And that's like saying, well, you know, once all these pesky young years that I have are passed and I'm getting to the point where I'm too old to do anything really exciting or fun in my life, I'm going to finally start traveling. I just hope that I'm still alive to do it, you know. And, and you know, my advice, my advice is to simply go out there and, and do it, you know. Um, be... Uh, adventurous, you know, save up some money and start going. You might not be able to, um, you might not be able to go to everywhere on your bucket list before you, uh, retire or, you know, but, but start saving and figure out how much the trip costs and, and go now. I mean, I was working at Verizon Wireless, um, and making 16 or 17 dollars an hour when I went to Germany and the UK. Um, now Verizon granted does pay you a bonus which is 8% of your sal- your yearly salary or at least they did when I worked there. So they pay you about eight percent of your salary. So I got a check for about two or three thousand um, dollars that I was able to take. Uh, that helped me save really well, you know. And I got money converted into euros and figured out how to do all of that. And, you know, so at the time, you know, it, it worked out. But I mean, I was going to save that money up anyway. That just provided me a quicker means to do it. And so I went, I was terrified. I was very terrified of going over there because, you know, I have a, have an eating disorder. And uh, it's called ARFID, A-R-F-I-D, Avoidant Restrictive Food Intake Disorder. And uh, I've had it ever since I was two or three years old. And uh, it's a psychological thing, mostly. But, um, at the same time, you know, I, I've never got to seek, t- uh, treatment for it. And, um, you know, I actually am pretty healthy. I'm actually surprisingly healthy considering the fact that I pretty much subsist off of mostly junk food and stuff and you know people hear my diet and they're like oh my god how are you not 300 pounds how are you not you know on medication and I'm like yeah I really don't go to the doctor and the few times I've had to go um you know when they take my vitals and 
you know, do my blood work and stuff, you know, they're like, wow, you're incredibly healthy. Your cholesterol's perfect. Your blood pressure's perfect. You know, this is perfect. That is perfect. So, I mean, at the same time, I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, well, I basically have proven that the food pyramid doesn't work. Uh, for those of you old enough to still remember what the food pyramid is. Um, so why should I change? It doesn't make any sense. I'm not on any kinds of medication. I'm not, I don't have any medical problems. I don't have any major physical problems. Granted, I am trying to drop about 20 pounds. Uh, I, I would like to get back down to 185, 170, 185 in that range. So I need to drop about 20, 30 pounds to get there. But beyond that, you know, everything's good. So, you know, for a guy with an eating disorder, especially Germany, because I didn't know, uh, you know, if they had a, a large variety of pizza restaurants or things like that. So, you know, I was a little scared. Oh, he's definitely a little scared to say the least. Um, you know, and I also love pretzels. So, you know, I knew I could at least get Bavarian pretzels, but can I live off of just merely Bavarian pretzels for, you know, 14 days? And the answer to that is probably because those things are darn good and you've never had one until you've actually been to Germany. Because trust me, they don't taste anything like the ones that they claim they have in the United States. Um, that's just a, a mere facsimile, and it, it's not even close. It just has the name. That's all it's got. It's the same. But anyway, back on topic to bucket lists, uh, you know, sometimes it's it's out of your comfort zone, but you can make things happen. There are things that could be on your list that, you know, people, uh, you know, that, that are easily achievable. And there are some things that were on my list that didn't cost me, well, they cost me like a couple, you know, less than a dollar. Um, I always wanted to write a letter to the President of the United States. I always thought that'd be something really cool. And I've actually written to two presidents, and I've received letters back from them. Um, I wrote a letter to uh, Ronald Reagan when I was very young. And um, when I got older, I actually wrote a a letter to George W. Bush. Um, I didn't think of it, because I really probably would have loved to... um, write a letter to George Bush Sr., um, but, um, because I actually met both him and, uh, George W. Bush at a rally, uh, when they came through my town, uh, as a young boy, I was actually volunteering, and, um, you know, so that was kind of cool, um, But, you know, I just wanted to write a letter to a president, and I thought about it, and I was like, well, you know what, I'll write a letter. And, you know, I mean, I'm not 100% pro-Republican. I know I wrote letters to two Republican presidents, but, you know, it just happened to be when I thought about it, that just who was it, that was who was in office. So, you know, just to do something out of the ordinary, and that was, that was my goal. But, anyway... Um, you know, so there, there are many different things uh, that you can do. Uh, there may be some things on your bucket list you can take off, you know, or think about it or just decide to finally go out there and do it. You know, the problem is, is 
we're so, I think, and I think it's partly the media's fault in a way, is we're so, like, chasing that dream, that that perfect life. So we're so busy running the rat race that we forget that we need to actually be living life and enjoying life. I mean, my dad tells me all the time, he's like, you know, David, you know, you're going on all these trips, you're doing all these things, you know, how much money do you have saved up for your retirement? I was like, well, I've got my 401k and, and uh, you know, Lord willing, my social security, but I honestly don't think social security will be able to uh, support itself and still be in existence by the time I'm old enough to collect it. So I really feel like I'm just paying into other people's social security. Um, but that's beside the point. Um, but he's like, you know, so how much money do you have put away as a nest egg? And I'm like, I don't. I, I'm, he's like, well, you should save for the future. And I'm like, Dad, I'm living my life. I mean, it's not that I don't have any money put back. It's just I don't have, you know, like like he thinks I should have like 10, 15 grand just sitting around just for a rainy day. Um, and I don't. Because, you know, if I want to go do something, travel, if I want to go, you know, whatever is on my bucket list, you know, I'm going to go do it. I'm going to uh, live my life because I don't know. I mean, heck, I could get in a car accident in the middle of this episode and, you know, never be able to finish off my bucket list, you know. So I want to make sure I've ticked off enough things as I can that way, you know, my life was interesting and colorful and I've had fun and if anybody speaks at my funeral you know that's what they'll say you know he went out and he did stuff he had fun he lived life you know because you can't take it with you so what's the point of having ten or fifteen thousand dollars sitting in the bank you know and never having done anything fun and then oh well you know what you know, you're not around to do it, man. That ten or fifteen thousand dollars is just sitting there, and that's someone else's money now. I mean, granted, it'd be my wife's, but still, that's it's not mine anymore because I'd be dead. And uh, you know, so that's uh, that's kind of you know the way I look at it is, is life is for living. It's not for existing until you can finally get to the point where you can live. It's for living. So go out there, you know, hit that bucket list. <sighs> Think of things to add to it that you could do that don't, you know, that don't cost anything or, or just read about cool things on the internet. I mean, I discovered that they were, uh, you know, sending up a, uh, a probe to land on, on Mars, you know, when they were sending up the, the, uh, Curiosity rover, and it was going to have a CD with a bunch of people's names on it. I was like, "Oh heck yeah! I want my name to be on a CD on Mars, definitely." So I signed up for that. Um, I participated in the voting when they when they re-established um, the new Seven Wonders of the World. You know, when they had the voting for that, I was a part of that. I'm really sorry. I don't know why I'm yawning so much. I think it's, I actually slept eight hours today, so, you know, normally I only get, like, five to six, so I, I, I slept extra, um, and I think that's why I'm groggy, so I apologize, 
Um, but yeah, so there's that. There's, I mean, you know, there's so many different things you can do. Um, you know, I've actually got a deed for an acre of land on the moon. Uh, there's actually a place that actually cert- is certified by, you know, the National Space Association and all of that to sell land. And I've got a like acre of land on the moon. Um, it was 50 bucks, you know. <laughs> so it makes one heck of a conversation piece. People look on the wall and they see this little thing and they're like, moon deed, what? And they read it and they're like, wait, you actually have a legitimate acre of land on the moon? I'm like, yep. I hope to go see it someday. And I'm going to sit there in a beach chair and tell kids to get off my lawn someday. <laughs> but, you know, that was just something I saw. I was like, wow, that's really cool. I'd love to own an acre of land on the moon. Why not? Let's do it, you know? And that's the thing. That's where a lot of people get stuck is they're like, wow, that'd be really cool someday. what you need to say is, wow, that's really cool. Let's go do that. You know. <coughs> you know, and that's, that's what needs to change. You know, just just be receptive. You know, start working towards those goals. And I'm not telling you to blow your sa- life savings to go do this. No, not at all. That is what I have done. But if you're willing to travel overseas, start putting it together. Do stuff that makes you kind of forces you into doing it like for instance if you're traveling to Europe you're going to need euros so save up the amount of money you think you'll need Um, I usually for me when I was traveling by myself I'd get about a thousand euros so okay well you really want to kind of kick start yourself into getting getting that process going call your 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 bank and order a thousand euros you know get the money saved up you know figure out the exchange rate get the money saved up if you need help with the exchange rate you can always call your bank they can tell you what the rate is now granted that changes every day so keep that in mind but it's only usually fractions of a cent or a cent something like that so do that actually order the money You'll have it sitting there staring at you like, hey, we're ready to be spent. Take us to Europe. Um, The other thing, go get your passport made. Speaking of which, I need to go get my passport renewed because it just expired this month. But anyway, yeah, go get your passport made. Go go to, uh, you know, Walgreens and take one of your, uh, as I call them, prison photos because you're not allowed to smile. You have to kind of just look there like, like life sucks and they take your photo. Or, or Rite Aid or, or wherever they do, you know, um, photos for for passports. You can also find that out on uh, online, and you know, go do that. Get your passport made. It costs about 150 bucks, 160 bucks, something like that. Um, <clears throat> And then you've got your passport, you've got your money, and all you got to do now is save up for your plane tickets and your hotel, and that's pretty much it, you know? And, and you don't have to stay at a super nice hotel. You know, a lot of people are thinking like, oh, I've got to stay at this high-end hotel. I don't. I stay at the cheapest possible hotel I can get my hands on, and let me tell you why. And I'm not saying at a, ho- a, a hostel, 
as I just after those movies, I just really am not interested in doing that. Um, but you know, I'll stay at a cheap hotel. You know, like I in London, I stayed in a Holiday Inn Express. Um, it was, I want to say it was about five hundred euros or something like that. So about seven or eight hundred bucks for for nine days. But, I mean, there were hotels for thousands and thousands of dollars or euros. And, you know, it was they were really opulent. And I was like, I don't need opulent. I need functional and clean. That's, that's my two goals. Because, first of all, when you're traveling to another country, why do you need a nice hotel? Seriously. You're not going to be in it except for to sleep. You know, you didn't travel... <laughs> thousands of miles to go to a hotel and stay there. You would travel thousands of miles so when you got there, you could fall down dead tired in bed, you know, wake up the next morning and start ex- exploring and seeing the wonderful, amazing things that they have to offer. And to take pictures and to buy knickknacks, and none of those things are done from within your uh, your hotel room, and that's true even traveling locally. Um, you know, all all you know, I see all these people that have this great mythos of, oh, you know, even my supervisor is like that. He's like, oh, you know, I never stay at a hotel unless it's you know they're usually really nice. You know, about two. $150 a night, and I'm like, why? I was like, what are you doing in your hotel room? Why are you in your hotel room? I generally couldn't tell you what my hotel room looked like, because by the time I get home, and I, and I'm, you think I'm joking, but I'm not. It's not unusual for me to, to spend 16 or 17 hours, and I, I come back, and I sleep for a little bit, and then I go back out. You know, I'm out walking around, traveling through these cities for 16 or 17 solid hours. I generally, on every trip, end up with a huge blister on my foot um, from walking so much because I just keep going and keep going. I mean, my first full day in London, I think I clocked, according to my Fitbit, around 24 miles of walking. And uh, I don't even remember how many flights of stairs it was, but it was a lot too. And, you know, so you don't have to stay at the nicest hotel. You don't have to stay at the most high-end place. Stay at a, a affordable, hotel. <clears throat> affordable hotel. And then, you know, from there, enjoy your life. Plus, that gives you more money for food and knickknacks too. And, you know, that's... That's what's the important part. So, please wait. Sorry for this commercial break again. Thank you. Please take your ticket. Thank you. I took my ticket. But anyway, yeah. So, you know, go out and and do that. You know, pick a, a reasonable hotel. Doesn't have to be expensive. And then that money can be used towards the actual fun stuff. You know, the stuff that the memories you're making. Um. And that's really the important part of a vacation. I mean, my wife, she is like, I don't want to stay. I want to stay at this and I want to stay at that. And I'm like, let's just stay at a La Quinta. Let's stay at a cheap hotel. You know, uh, La Quinta is, well, I mean, they're, they're very nice hotels. 
but you know they're not expensive or a clarion or something like that and it's like let's stay there then guess what we have more money to buy stuff at you know wherever we're going like we go to disney at least once a year for her birthday we have more money to spend on disney related knickknacks which are expensive in and of themselves so you know that is uh that's kind of some of my travel advice <clears throat> so you know get out there hit that bucket list find things on your bucket list that you can knock out now you know when i my goal is is when i get to retirement age then i'm going to have to start a new bucket list because there's nothing left on my current bucket list because i've lived so much life and had so much fun that by the time i get to retirement it's going to be like well okay what now you know, which is usually what people think when they leave their job and they're like, well, what now? I'm kind of bored. Um, so what do I do? And then they go back and get a part-time job at like Walmart or something. So my advice to you is go out there, live life, tick off that bucket list, leave nothing for your future self to do. <laughs> or when the future does come and all these new and amazing innovations happen, you can worry about adding those things to your bucket list. But the things on your bucket list right now, do them right now. Go out there. Live life. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you again for listening. And uh, please subscribe if you're interested at all in what I'm saying. Please leave me reviews. Um, I appreciate any feedback because this is, like I said, episode 11. And I've never done this before. I'm, so I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm just trying to do the best that I can and provide an entertaining and informative show. So uh, again, thank you all and have a great day. Car Thoughts out. Hey everybody, David here from Car Thoughts with David and I just wanted to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book. Because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good. But sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting. Lessons learned, lessons shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So by all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys. And I could not do any of this without your support. So when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.